1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: For no I am still in the Copper Hill Lodge and I'm going to do the first adventure in the list. It's called Whisperers. As his sudden Undoubtedly exaggerated tale concludes, Dewitt suddenly lowers his voice and leans in close across the table. I've got a word of something that might suit you, he says softly. Now, don't look, but there's an odd pair sitting in the far corner. Don't look. I don't know know that they'll appreciate my telling you. They did ask for you just a, a little while before you arrived start this adventure late one spring afternoon while resting from your recent travels in the lodge's main hall you strike up a conversation with a fellow adventurer by the name of druid the grizzled swordsman not generally known as a talkative sort surprise you by launching into a detailed account of his latest excursion on behalf of the lodge As his undoubtedly exaggerated tale concludes, he suddenly lowers his voice and leans in close across the table. I've got a wind of something that might suit you, he says. Now, don't look. There's an odd pair sitting in the far corner. Don't look! I don't know that I appreciate my only telling you, though they did ask for you just a little while before you arrived. You ask Druid about the people to whom he's referring, but he only shrugs in response. Could be they've got a job for you, he says, winking. I'm all for loyalty to this place, Bind, but no, no harm will come from a bit of extra gold on the side now and then. Not all jobs go through mar- old marble, you know. You might want to wander over there and see what they want. Knowing Druid's few attempts to dissuade you from looking at who he's talking about, you slowly turn around and settle your gaze on a man and woman seated at a table in the far corner of the crowded, boisterous hall. They appear embroiled in conversation and take no notice of your stare. You thank Druid for what he told you. The warrior nods white finishes off remain what remains of his what, what ale remains in his tankard. Then places the vessel on the edge of the table. And strides off without saying another word. Hmm. Got a few options. To approach them. Decide against approaching them. Or use divination. To figure out what's their deal. Divination then. Succeeded. 4xp to divination. You sense an awe of evil. Surrounding both the man and woman. It seems to be particularly strong around the former. I guess I'll approach them either way. Intrigued by what Jury told you, you're wise and make your way over to the pair. As you approach the table, its occupants abandon their conversation and look up, each of them greeting you with a polite nod. You're offered a seat across from them you promptly take it. If you allow us just a moment, says the man, Glancing sideways at the woman on the right. I'm afraid we have you at a disadvantage, says the woman, her slender face framed by the dangling locks of grey-flecked hair. We know who you are, Zoop. We've come a long way to make a very serious proposition. Are you interested? Okay, so, a few options: tell her I'm not interested. Ask what he's talking about, tell her you're interested, or use divination, divination first. Failed. Despite several attempts to channel and apply your power divination, you're unable to sense anything at all about about either the man or the woman. Ask her what she's talking about, I guess. I could say nothing of that, just yet, not just yet, says the woman. A sudden change in tone means speech is slightly put off by a polite inquiry. I now assure you, that, you can, that we think highly enough of your abilities to approach you what is a very delicate matter. Are you interested? Oh, I guess I'll tell how I'm interested. You reply in the affirmative, which is no reaction on either of the faces across the table from you. Instead, the woman acknowledges your response with a single nod. Companion follows suit. We're done with the hardest part of the business, says the woman. Once I've told you, what I have to tell. I very much doubt you'll want to walk away from this. Unless all I know about you is somehow wrong. Without introducing himself, uh, so to, so of all her companion, whom tells you they've come. They've come to the Copper Hill Lodge seeking an item of great importance, one they wish you to retrieve of them. Are you taken aback when you learn the object in question is a quick stone. Even more surprised to surprise discover the quick stone is to be found inside a leather pouch, dangling from the belt of none other. Then Wogbaden Thornstorm, the spirited, for lack of a friendlier term, master of Copperhilt Lodge. It could be simple enough for you to get close and lift off Tim, says the woman. He's never without the stone. He probably sleeps with it. We know you're well practised in the art, and indeed it is an art. Bring us the stone to us, and you'll be paid handsomely. Okay, so few options here now. I don't like what this. I don't like the way this is turning out. So I probably will quit without saving at the end of it. So I could refuse. I can inquire further, or agree to retrieve the quintstone. Inquire further. You ask the man and the woman their names and why it is they desire apart from several obvious reasons, to have Roderbadon's quick stone. The woman shakes her head in response. You know all we are at liberty to say, she replies. There is nothing more we can or will tell you. As for our names, they are not important. Will you or will you not fetch us the stone? Okay, I'll get the stone. Well, I'll try... But this is Robert Abaddon we're talking about. He's really good. <laughs> and all the adventurous stuff, probably. Alright. The institute agree to retrieve the quickstone. The woman nods at, her, at the man seated next to her. He returns the nod and rises from a chair. Then, after quickly dipping into a polite bow, he turns and strides off across the crowded hall and out of the door. We'll be waiting for you, says the woman as she stands. Don't worry, we'll find you. You bid her farewell, but she says nothing in reply. Without acknowledging you, she too moves through through the bustling hall and exit the lodge. With that you turn your full attention to the procurement of the lodge master's quickstone. Oh dear, oh dear if this fails, I'm going to get my ass whooped, and I don't think, and I don't think it will be a friendly ass whooping either. Seated alone at a table, you begin begin to contemplate your best course of action for attempting to obtain the quick stone. So I could attempt to pickpocket the stone. Or retrieve the stone at night. Okay, I'm going to go for retrieve... Oh, I'm going to say no, 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 and not do it. Retrieve the stone at night, believing your chances will be better after dark. You patiently wait until night has fallen. It is nearly midnight when you steal through the shadows of the nearly deserted hall and approach Lord door. Thankfully, the door is unlocked. After quietly opening, you slip into the quarters and prepare to set about the more dangerous part of your task. You find Waddup Adam asleep at the back of his chambers, some pine on the grimy straw bat- mattress, the west atop a ways slab of oak, moving furtively across the unlit room. You pause at his bedside, where your keen eyes scour his shadow draped figure for any sign of the pouch. Unable to spot the object, you are about to abandon the whole affair when you suddenly take note of something clutched in his left hand. It's the pouch containing the quickstone. Confident that you can wrest the small bag from his hand without waking him, you inch closer. As your agile hands prepare to go to work. Pick a number. Bonus of 40. 20 from Feathery. 10 10 from Agility. 10 from Luck. I need 60 or more. Or I'm going to get my ass whooped. A lot. And Roderbadom is going to be very, very disappointed in me. And also angry. But probably more importantly, disappointed. Pick now. AC6 is a success. 64 experience to thievery. With the stealthy steady hand of a master thief, you expertly slide the pouch out of Roderpadon's quip and slip the soft leather bag in amongst your own possessions. Your nimble fingers have already told you the pouch does indeed contain the quickstone. With no desire to be caught here, you quickly and quietly leave the lodge master's chambers and set off to find the mysterious pair that hired you for the dangerous task. Outside of the lodge, seated near the dilapidated remains of the hall's first stable. You meet up with the mysterious pair for whom you retrieve the quickstone. You hand the woman the pouch and she quickly empties the contents into her hands. After studying the smooth, red, coin sized stone for several moments, she places it back into into the pouch and slips the bag into her pocket. A very neat job, she says flatly. Here's your payment. And with it... We may consider this business finished. The man standing at her side hands you a bag containing a large quantity of gold one thousand gold tokens. What? Only a thousand For for a quickstone For a quickstone and you're only giving me one thousand gold Those things cost hunt. those things cost two hundred eighteen that's Not nearly enough, not nearly enough. You ask the pair who they are and why it is they sought while Quickstone. Your inquiries met with several moments of silence after which the woman, her voice edged with annoyance, quietly responds: "We can help you if you're willing to help us." But you must not ask so many questions, curiosity, however innocent, is likely to land you in a great deal of trouble. You possess an impressive degree of skill, and we can help you put it to good use. We is the Night Whisperers. This fearsome brotherhood of thieves is thought to exist in many towns and cities, across the north broadlands. It has long long been been known the city of Ravenlith, The kindred of Razal, to the east of Telsa, is the origin and base of operations for the for this vile organization. The name Night Whispers comes from the long standing tradition where the guild's assassins Whisper into the ears of their victims, either just before killing them, or while they lie dying. The Night Whispers is a highly secretive organization. No member of the Brotherhood ever communicates, or even knows anything about any higher station within the Guild. All the high, at the higher stations within the Guild face-to-face meetings are aware, and in most cases forbidden. Members at this elite tier communicate through a series of complex codes, sometimes written, and other times less obvious. These codes and messages are either left where the intended recipient will discover, or they are delivered by a liaison who knows nothing about the business being discussed. At one time, the organization employed a band of highly skilled woodsmen and warriors known as the Blackguard. The Blackguard was considered the true muscle of the guild and often called upon to combat the Brotherhood's enemies. Jirigalov, now known by his moniker, the Troll Hunter, was once the leader of the Blackguard. The Night Whispers is a powerful and feared organisation, few are willing to speak openly against the group, lest they should suffer a grim reprisal for their insolence, oh dear, I think I've just got myself into some very sticky business indeed. The man suddenly departs. Disappearing around the side of the collapsed stable, he reappears moments later, leading two, ni- lot, two fine horses. The pair abruptly mounts their mounts steeds, and each of them, in turn, bids you a curt farewell. You co- will call upon you again. And there is something more to be done," says the woman, her face momentarily obscured by the wayward wayward lock of her grey-flecked hair. Stay safe, and may the All-Father protect you." Without another word, the man and woman ride off out of sight, intrigued by what has disp- transpired. I'm confident you will again, at some point, meet up with the strange pair. You make your way back into the lodge. Curious, To find out how long it will take for waterbagging to discover he's missing something. Alright, that finishes this adventure for 256 to general, 128 experience to thievery. And it also, it unlocks another adventure called Wonderview at the Tunnel. But I feel, let's just see how some of the other ways through that. That's Adventure Works. I want to see what happens if I refuse and if I pickpocket. So I'm going to start it again. Just going to go through the first pages quickly. Divination, might as well. Approach the pair. Divination once more. Immediately sense and detect an awe of evil surrounding both the man and woman. The awe of wickedness around the man seems particularly strong. Tell her I'm not interested. The woman nods. She turns to the man seated next to her and repeats the gesture. Then, almost in unison, The pair rises and steps from the table. We're very sorry to have bothered you, says the man bowing politely. The woman, who seems about to speak, suddenly turns and heads for the door. As if prompted by an abrupt departure, the man again bows and then follows swiftly after her. In a matter of moments, the pair has crossed the crowded hall and slipped outside. That ends the adventure with no rewards at all. Well, other than the bits of, other than the snippets of divination experience I got. So, equip without saving. Okay, what about if I express interest? Whisperers. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll just approach the pair, tell her you're interested. It's the quick stone. Refuse. And they just, they just leave. Okay, quit without saving again. Now. There uh, yeah, yeah, are quite a few options through this. Although. It doesn't matter where, when you refuse. You end up at the same point. Leave. Adventures again, whispers. Now I've got to join up, approach the pair, tell her you're interested, agree to retrieve the quickstone, and then don't. Having thought better about the whole affair, particularly since you've let to learn who your two nameless taskmasters are, you decide to forgo. Any attempts at stealing the quickstone, you never again see the mysterious man and woman who attempt to hire you to her from the lodge master. They always wonder who they were and why they were so eager to acquire one of Walter Baden's most coveted possessions. Okay, now, well, now I know what happens if you do that. Okay. Now let's see what happens. Let's get start this again. This I'm not. I'm just gonna approach the pair. Interested. Agree. All right. Attempt to pickpocket the stone. Determined to lift the tiny treasure from his master. You spend nearly an hour observing what movements as he stomps about the hall, taking care of the day's business in usual gruff and crude manner. At last, confident that you know the proper way to get close enough to him, without arousing unnecessary suspicion, you put your well-crafted plan into action. Under under the guise of seeking to tackle additional tasks on behalf of the lodge. You brazenly approach the infamous Lodgemaster. Pick a random number. Bonus of 50. 20 from Diplomacy to keep him talking. 10 from Mind to keep my cool. And 20 from Feathery to actually do the lifting. Gotta get 75 or more, or I'll get caught and then proceed to get my ass whooped. Hard. Probably so hard that I'll suffer a permanent stat debuff, buff, <laughs> or something like that. Pick now. Success. Your bold endeavour worked precisely as you'd hoped, After conversing with Waterbadon for several minutes, during which time you were repeatedly told that all work for the Lodge must be acquired through Marple. The lodge master turns to walk away, realising this is your best and perhaps only opportunity, you steal towards him, your eyes locked the pouch dangling from his belt, your agile hands ready to go to work. Alright, pick a number, bonus of 40, 20 from Feathery, 10 from Agility, 10 from Luck, gotta get 75 or more, or I get caught. And probably punched all. Oh, well, and he'll be very, very angry at me. Pick now. 92. Success. The stealth and cunning of a master thief. You deftly def- you cut the pouch from Waterbaden's belt and immediately slip the soft leather bag in amongst your own possessions. Your limb, limble fingers have already told you the pouch does indeed contain the quickstone. As the lodge master walks away, you turn, and set off to find the mysterious hair pair who hired you for the dangerous task. Yeah, and I get paid. Either day or the night, whispers same reward as the other way at the end of it. Yeah, the thing is, I want to kind of know what happens if I get caught. So I'm just going to keep pour- keep rerunning it. Until I get caught. Just so I can weed out to you. We don't want to get caught. And I'm definitely going to quit without saving afterwards. I just want to see. Just want to weed out what happens. Okay. This is what happens if you fail the talking stage. What of Adam seems of overly suspicions of your intentions from the start? Thankfully, he doesn't appear as to have guessed your true motives for approaching him. Realising you have very little chance of pickpocketing the stone from him. You resolve your only chance left is to try to steal it at night. Okay, at night. There we are. Maybe, I mean, he's clutching in his hand. Pick now. Yeah, and yeah, that worked. Yeah, that worked. I'm not interested. i pause until I fail. Okay, I've been pitpocking him in at night. And I have failed. I rolled 58 when well, I needed a 60. Your heart skims a beat when? Out of what you believed was a sound sleep, Walter Baden suddenly stirs. The lodge master, his trembling face a bright shade of crimson, leaps out of bed and accuses you of trying to steal from him as you begin to attempt to explain yourself. He suddenly swipes at you with your fist, catching you squarely on the jaw with a bone-wattling blow. Minus 215 Stanima points. I presume this is always designed Sweet. it just keeps you alive because. Because he he knows exactly how much damage a person can take and not die. (laughs) Apparently. Reeling from the strike. You stumble back to the wall. Into the wall. What a baron, still seething with rage, quickly raises the alarm. And within moments, several of your fellow lodge members are at his side.
0: Get him
2: out of here, he snarls. He's never to set foot in our hall again. You are escorted out of the hall by a handful of your fellow lodge members. Once outside, you issued a stern warning that forbids you from ever returning to the lodge. Realising that the warning is a thinly veiled threat of death, you quickly come to terms with the fact that your affiliation with the Copper Hilt Lodge has come to an inglorious end. With the party that brought you outside still looking on, you turn without word, set off on your way. Uh, and now now if you look at the lodge, I I'm at the lodge screen and I cannot go in. Having been banished from the lodge, lodge you think it would be probably unwise to linger here for any longer than absolutely necessary. Yeah, I cannot go back in the lodge. And now, any adventurous adventures that I could have done in there, I can't do them anymore. Yes, and... And oh no, and I don't get my ATs back because I'm a dirty, dirty thief. Yeah. Yeah that that's that's bad. That is a bad bad option. So I'm definitely gonna quit without saving. Now Okay, now I'm gonna go through I'm gonna go through Whispers again. But this time, I want to get to the next quest that's unlocked, and I'm going to pause until that's happened. Okay, now on to the next adventure, which is called "Wonder Views at the Tunnel. While seated alone at a table in the lodge's main hall, you're approached by a slight woman, whose face is largely shadowed by the hood of a patched green cloak. Start the adventure. Early one summer morning, while seated alone at a table in the lodge's main hall, you're approached by a slight woman whose face is largely shadowed by the hood of her patched green cloak. Before you can offer any sort of greeting, she tosses back her hood, revealing a Finder slain friend. A dangling locks of grey flecked hair. You immediately recognise her. As the same woman for whom you previously pilfered, Roger Baden's quickstone. Looks as though you remember me, she says softly, drawing up to the edge of the table. That saves me the necessity of an introduction. I hope you've been keeping well. It may interest you to know that the result of our previous endeavour has earned you the praise of those whose favour you would be wise to value, I have also another small task for which your talents are well suited. The woman who those name you don't know tells you the task in question involves retrieval of a package that must then that you must that you must then return to the lodge it it-it is as most things are a delicate matter she says. I uh, studying you closely, but I see no real difficulty in it, though it must be done at once. I'll use divination. Failed. Despite your best effort, you're unable to sense anything further regarding either the woman before you, or the task she's just presented for your consideration. Look, and I, obviously, I can't ask her questions because she won't tell me a thing. Because that's just how the Night Whisperers do, Accept you're the task. You accept the task, and the woman, you discern discern, she's doing her best to hide a reaction, smiles faintly. The matter is then settled, she said. There are some things you need to know. After moving into a lonely corner in the Great Hall, rumor relates to you details of the impending task. Yearn you are to meet a man on the Great Oak Trail, a well-known path that once traveled by, once heavily traveled by those seeking to skirt the western edge of Dragonmere Deep. She tells you that the man in question will be waiting for you at a point in the trail known as the Tunnel, a place where two opposing walls of rock nearly meet, forming a natural tunnel of sorts. The man you are meeting will have something you are to acquire and return with. You will bring what you retrieve to the lodge stables and place it in the the saddle bag of a a speckled chestnut mare. Suddenly, as if agitated by something unseen, she winces, momentarily closing her eyes. When her eyes again open, she fixes you with a blank, emotionless stare. Forgive me. She says, "I have not been late. I've not, of late, been well. Been taking a few moments to recover from whatever troubled you." The woman tells you you are to meet the man in question, and retrieve the package he he carries sometime within the next three days. She then describes to you in detail the location of the tunnel on the Great Oak Trail. It's likely he is already in place, awaiting your arrival, she says. The sooner you return with what he has to us, the better. The woman, who once more seems suddenly agitated by something on scene, briefly winces, then asks if you understand the task. You've just been given. She places her left hand into the pocket of her tunic, trees a thin silver wing, which she nimbly slips onto her finger. You nod, showing her that you would clear on the details of the task, and she returns the gesture. Then we will not speak of it again, she says. Unexpectedly, the woman wholly cans your pouch filled with gold. Two hundred and fifty gold, to be precise. I don't anticipate you'll disappoint us. Good luck that she turns and leaves swiftly crossing the lodge's great hall she reaches the massive oaken doors and finding them slightly ajar slips out through the narrow opening between them never once touching either of the towering slabs after taking over your checking over your equipment and preparing for the relatively short trek to your destination you set out for the great oak trail your mysterious wonder view at the tunnel. The journey from the Copper Hill Lodge through a tangled stretch of the surrounding forest that lasts to the Great Oak Trail proceeds without distance. Moving south along the meandering, once well travel <sighs> forest path, you remain wary, uncertain about what may await you at the tunnel. Nearly a mile along the trail, you arrive at your destination. Imposing walls of of ledge protrude from the the steep hills that rise up sharply on either side of the wooded lane. The tops of the stone faces nearly touch at the highest points, almost completely covering several dozen yards of the trail. You swiftly pass through the narrow tunnel and emerge into a broader stretch of the forest path. Suddenly, your eyes are drawn to a man standing up ahead at the edge of the trail, though he's too far away for you to clearly see his face. You watch as he waves both hands over his head and whistles loudly. Then he points to your left and repeats his shrill whistle instinctively. You glance in the direction he's indicated and spot just a few feet off the trail, a leather satchel hanging from from the limb stud of a young oak. Only a moment later, you look back along the trail and are startled to find there was no longer any sign of the man. Somewhat a nerve of the encounter, even though it. it was only at a distance, keep an eye out for any sign of the man as you move over and acquire the leather satchel. The bag proves heavier than you expected, and you immediately able to discern it contained something solid and weighty. I've got a weighty leather satchel, view, it's an encumbrance of one, this leather satchel is the package you were sent to retrieve and return to the Copper Hill Lodge, the leather bag contains something solid and heavy, hmm, do I investigate, or do I not, well, hmm, probably shouldn't considering who I'm dealing with, but I will. You peer into the open satchel and discover it contains a sturdy wooden box with a hinged lip. Open the wooden box. You open the cloth wooden box and discover it contains a small cloth pouch. Open the cloth pouch. You open the pouch and the surprised discover it contains a human finger bone. Seven, several faint but ink-written engravings adorn the smooth white surface of the fleshless digit. As you stand down from the bone resting at the bottom of the pouch. A vague sense of uneasiness comes over you. Because of your mastery of its necromancy. You immediately realise this bone may likely be an instrument. It will be used to summon the spirit of a deceased individual. Okay, plenty of sinister things you can do with that. Remove the bone from the pouch. As you closely examine the bone, attempting to discern the details of the intricate engravings that adorn its smooth, dry surface, a strange and eerie feeling comes over you. The sudden pulse of a sickening wheeze of a single, ragged breath from behind you sends your pulse racing, and you spin to find yourself face to face with a gruesome, leering, translucent vigour. The, the tall... Ghostly man standing at arm's reach, his bearded face, swindled with uneven mounds of scarred flesh, and his emancipated form, clad in the tattered, grimly remnants of ancient finery, stares at you. I thought that four hundred years might crowd the insatiable hatred of my enemies, he gasps, struggling to draw breath between each snarled word. Seem that even in death, I'm not to be spared your ravenous inquiries. A curse on you! Send me back to my west! I'll take you back with me! You immediately sense in the presence of a powerful, a malevolent en- entity. So, three options here replace the bone, close the pouch, and hope no one noticed what I just did. Refuse the spirit's request or attack the spirit. What if I refuse? Your your bold refusal to place the wet etched bone back into the pouch produces an immediate and fearsome response from the gruesome spirit. The ghost's disfigured face twists into a hideous, hateful expression that fills you with a deep and overwhelming sense of dread. Pick a number bonus of 40. 20 from spirit, 20 from mind. You need 75, 75 or more, or I'm going to be spooked. Pick now. 106 success. Have we managed to stave off the most deliberating effects of the fear that continues to grip you? You struggle to meet and counter the hideous spirits vicious onslaught. slot. It's score. Glor- it's Torgrel's spirit. Begin combat with it. The spirit of growl reaches for you. I'm pretty sure this is not what the White Whispers wanted to happen. Unless they did. Because yeah. there is all secrets and lies with those people. The touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill the length of your body. Twenty. For damage. And he is slain again. 70 XP. The spirit is translucent, hideous, hideously disfigured face, still leering at you, suddenly dissipates into thin strands of mist that rapidly disperse on the breeze. Struggling to catch your breath, you quickly place the edge bone back into the the pouch then wasting no time he closed the wooden box box and draw shut the mouth of the leather satchel convinced you're not at any imminent danger from the eerie contents of the strange bundle prepare to set out at once for the copper hill lodge okay now i think if they find out what i did they're going to be angry after retracing your steps along the great oak trail for nearly a mile, you turn to the east and begin a slow and careful descent of, the t- of a tangled, bracken strewn slope. Along the base of the hill runs a narrow forest path that will lead you to the road that will take you back to the lodge. You're little more than halfway down the hillside when you hear a sharp rustling in the foliage, somewhere at the top of the spo- slope. Whipping your head in the direction of the unsettling sound, you relieved of your wary gaze met by an empty forest scene. Having concluded the noise was likely that of a squirrel rummaging through the undergrowth, you turned to assume your descent, only to be greeted by a rush of air and a dark streak that passes within inches of your torso. Your pulse quickens as your eyes fall to west on the feathered end of a shaft, now protruding from the leaf-covered ground. Only a few yards below, instinctively, your startled gaze shift, shifts to the top of the hill, there resting on a bare patch of ground, just below the edge of a steep slope. is a bearded man holding a bow. Your unknown assailant, whose last arrow only barely missed its mark, again draws his bow and takes aim at you, even at this considerable distance. The twang of his bowstring echoes throughout the trees as he releases his shot. All right, pick a number. Bonus of 50. 20 for 20 for agility, 10 for luck. Needs 75 or more, or I get shot. Pick now. 135. You nimbly. And quite narrowly, dodge the streaking arrow. To your great dismay, the bearded archer swiftly notches another feathered shaft draws his bow and loosens the deadly missile. So I can dodge, I can use elementalism or fortification. I'll give fortification a shot. do
0: It's
2: failed. The arrow grazes your white right side, tearing open a lymph, a lymphy red gash, causing you to cry out in agony. A searing pain surges through your, through your body. You come to the horrifying realization that the arrow was poisoned. Forty-seven damage, with your vision blurred and your knees felt feeling as if they are about to give out. You struggle to maintain your footing as your bearded assailant, his bow now shoulders, bounds down the slope and attacks, slashing out at you with a dagger. It's a bearded assailant. I'm going to have to kill him. Your dagger-wielding assailant slashes at you. Keep slashing. Keep slashing. Probably should have waited a bit for the poison to take effect, but... I guess he probably knew I had restoration, so he had to be quick. You slain your foe. Twenty to XP. After making certain your unknown assailant is dead, you search his blood-spattered corpse and find a small quantity of gold and several items of interest: A dagger, leather sleeves, leather greaves, leather breastplate, leather boots, leather belt—all of superior quality and twenty nine gold wait wait a minute this is odd hmm. okay. tucked into the man's sleeve secured by a thin length of string that circles his forearm it's a small felled scrap of paper you retrieve the curious piece of paper a scaffold, its worn surface is covered with intricate black markings. It appears to be a message written in the complex code. It's a coded note. View. This small scrap, scrap of paper is covered with a myriad of strange symbols. There appears to be a pattern to the intricate black markings, leaving you to believe the paper bears a message written in a complex code. Read the coded note. You carefully study the complex series of stim- symbols that cover the worn surface of the paper. Your lore and fevery skills allow you to decipher the coded message. The tunnel on the Great North Oak Rail. Three or four days from now. Be ready. Trimidor, Trolls, Treasure. First and Third. No, no Trimador Trolls Treasure Charn. First and third. Hmm. Okay. And that's the note. Your remainder of your track back to the Copper Hilt Lodge passes you swiftly and without incident. Upon your return, you make your way to the stables, and immediately discover the horse described to you by the nameless woman Those behest you undertook the task of retrieving the satchel, the speckled chestnut mare, standing in one of the wider stores at the far end of the stable, Please to pay no mind to you as you approach, the, approach and slip the leather, leather satchel into the largest of its empty saddlebags. After lingering at the stall for just a moment, you turn and exit the stables, still wondering at the significance of, of the bag and its contents, and the secrecy that seemed to surround it. Confident, you've successfully completed the mysterious adventure for which you've already been paid. You head for the towering set of open doors, and stand as guardians of a hall, the sword legacy is no stranger to either mystery or adventure. So that's 128 experience to general and 16 experience to all skills and powers. Well, that's the end of that. I'm back at the Copperhill Lodge. Now, I don't like any of the things I've just done. I mean, I'm dealing with... I'm dealing with well I was just I've just betrayed the guild by stealing stealing the lodge master's quickstone and then I'm certain I'm some probably probably involved with necromantic slavery and I don't like that either so what I'm going to do so I'm going to quit without saving and that now never happened Everything is clear it didn't happen I never been I never I never went and joined a sinister criminal brotherhood And that is that So next time we'll do a more a more well slightly more wholesome adventure called Waylayers But until then farewell fellow adventurers